Today, I'm revealing the title and cover of my brand new book, How to Destroy America in Three Easy Steps. It is available for pre-sale at dailywire.com slash Ben. That's dailywire.com slash Ben. Here's what's important about the book. The country is falling apart. We all know this. I mean, the country was falling apart months ago before coronavirus. The coronavirus pandemic has really exacerbated a lot of the divisions that undergirded what was happening before. What we are watching right now is at least half the country really does not see America as a cohesive unit. It doesn't see America as an idea. It doesn't see America as a nation. Instead, America is a set of competing interests. America is just a bunch of groups that hate each other, and whoever grasps the brass ring of power is able to cram down their viewpoint on everybody else. Why exactly is the country falling apart? I think the country is falling apart because there are a lot of people who want to fundamentally change the country, and then there are some people who see that America was meant to be unified, that America is based on a shared philosophy. It's based on a shared culture. It's based on a shared history. And that's really what the book is about. You could see in the Democratic primaries how much of the Democratic Party does not believe that we have a shared philosophy, does not believe we have a shared culture, believes that America's history is actually a history of innate evil and horror. And how many Democrats today are trying to use the pandemic to quote unquote remake America? Bernie Sanders had a whole piece in the New York Times where he was talking about how we need to fundamentally reshape the free markets and capitalism and America as a whole. You see this sort of stuff from Nancy Pelosi wanting to reshape America on the back of a pandemic. Hillary Clinton says, let no good crisis go to waste. The fact that people want to fundamentally remake America, that has really become the dominant ideology of the political left. And more than anything else, it's not just the left-right division. It's a question of whether we stay together as a country. There's a traditional, what I call unionist history to the United States, a traditional unionist philosophy, a traditional unionist culture. And that is an idea that America does have these shared things, this shared philosophy. And that philosophy can be summed up in the Declaration of Independence, the idea of pre-existing rights, rights that pre-exist government, God-given, that are to be protected by a government that is designed also not to invade those rights with delegated powers that is answerable to the people, right? These are the traditional philosophies of the United States. The philosophy that limited government ought to be combined with powerful social institutions, right? Institutions that inculcate duty and virtue. This was the traditional American idea. And then there's a group of people that I call the disintegrationists. And the disintegrationists make the case there is no shared philosophy. That actually, America is just a brutal, vicious, terrible place. And really, rights don't exist. They're just privileges from the government. That the rights, things like the right to free speech, or the right to a free press, or the right to assembly, these are actually just evil ideas that are really designed to reinforce power hierarchies. The power of free speech, the right to free speech is bad because it allows people like you or me to talk. If the right to free speech were good, it would actually bar people that are not on the left from talking. Right? We'd have hate speech regulations. You see this with regard to the, to the belief that America's limited government is, is insufficient, that we need to overthrow the boundaries of the Constitution. People on the left are constantly attempting to overthrow the bounds of the Constitution in order to maximize the power of government. We don't have a shared philosophy. That, shared, that, that philosophy was originally constituted by rich white men in order to re-enshrine their own interests. So without that philosophy, we fall apart because then government is just a power tool to be used against whoever you don't like. And then there's the question of a shared culture. Yeah, I mean, we all watch the same movies. We all watch the same TV shows. What I really mean is that there used to be an idea in America that we had a culture of rights. Virtually all of our arguments were based in this idea of rights the right to free speech, the right to express your opinion, the right to worship as you saw fit and act as you saw fit without anybody else impinging on those rights. Now, this is not a law issue, right? That would, that would go under sort of the philosophy categorization. This is an issue of the culture. And that is we are completely intolerant of other people's right to free speech at this point. We try to create boycotts. We, social media mobbing has become the order of the day. The attempt to destroy people who disagree with us, not just 
debunk their arguments, but destroy them as human beings, come after them, go after their sources of livelihood. The attempt to completely rewrite science in the name of things like sensitivity and feelings. All of this goes under the destruction of a common culture. Without that common culture, we're not even speaking the same language to each other. We're not even capable of communicating properly with one another if we don't share that culture. And then finally, there's the question of American history. The traditional unionist version of American history is very simple. America has had horrible periods in American history, but America's founding ideals were great and good. And the story of American history is an attempt to perfect those ideals and to strengthen those ideals in the face of countervailing disintegrationist forces that see America as a series of interests to be torn apart at will, that, that see America basically as just a, a question of power dynamics. Now, th- this is the sort of Howard's in version of American history. The founders were evil, rich, white slaveholders who attempted to enshrine their own, own interests, that, that America is rooted in slavery. This is the 1619 Project from the New York Times. And then there's the traditional unionist history that says we're all part of the same team. And we weren't always part of the same team because America's ideals were not properly construed and properly enacted. But that doesn't mean the ideals were wrong in the first place. America's story is a story of progress, of an upward trajectory in terms of how we have realized our our own visions of universal human value. The disintegrationists, by contrast, say that America's history is really just quite evil and, and bad across the board from foreign policy to domestic policy. And that means that we have nothing to share. Right? If we don't share philosophy, if we don't share culture, if we don't share history, it's very easy to divide the country. And the purpose of all that division is so that we can rebuild something different in the ruins. Now, here's this, the dirty little secret. Nothing different will be rebuilt in the ruins. Nothing. Instead, what will happen is we'll all go our separate ways. The groups will separate. We'll, we'll revert to tribalism. And that's what we're seeing right now. When everybody is busy talking about Trump, the real question is not about Trump. It's between a group of people who believe America was never great and a group of people who believe that America was always great, even if we didn't always fulfill our potential. That is the real battle that is happening right now. We need to restore what it was that made America great in the first place. What are the ideas? What was the culture? We need to restore our vision of American history. That's the way we're going to restore the country. So my book is about America. It's about our economy. It's about our, our values. It's about our churches. It's about our constitution, about our declaration, and about the people who are trying to get rid of all of those things in favor of building a new utopia. My new book, How to Destroy America in Three Easy Steps. Can't wait for you to read it. Go check it out in presale right now at dailywire.com slash Ben. That's dailywire.com slash Ben. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving. 